0: Original content, content, compelling discussions, audio on demand. This is a Podcast 225 production.
1: The Issues. What's going on now? What's happening in the state? The People. Carl Dabity. We've got Michael Shingle, Taylor Moore, Jay Darden, Congressman Garrett Gray, Richard Condon. He is Ryan Clark, Sharon Weston-Broom.
0: The Podcast. And we're going to talk about that. This is The Clay Young Show.
1: Thanks, Neil. Welcome back. How is that summer treating you so far? We survived the hurricane. Actually, it wasn't that bad at all. It rained more a couple of days after the storm had moved through here than it did when it was supposed to be passing through. But anyway, we're good. We're good. Hopefully you are too. So today is... Especially for the guys, Dr. Kurt Chastain with Lake Men's Health is going to be here with me in studio talking about the things that guys deal with health wise and why we have to take better care of ourselves and his very intriguing and interesting practice and what it does for guys who make excuses about being in better shape and knowing what's happening under the hood. He's a good guy. He's been on the show before talking about COVID and other medical things, and he's going to be here in studio, as I said in just a moment, talking about that. We are quickly moving towards episode 250 of the show, and I thank you guys for being along for the ride. Don't forget, if you're listening to this show, remember, you can also get it on iTunes if you're not listening on iTunes, and if you're not listening on the iHeartMedia app, you can get it there. But wherever you get it, we appreciate you leaving a review It helps us with iTunes and iHeart if you can talk about the show and the things that we talk about. Leave us a rating, five-star rating. You know, I mean, what else would you leave? But we appreciate that. Uh, On social media, I'm on Twitter, at ClayYoungBR. On Instagram, Clay underscore YoungBR. And on Facebook, it's ClayYoung. This nation of ours is having a very important dialogue as... We speak, and I think it's an important dialogue. I think it's an uncomfortable dialogue, but you know what progress is often uncomfortable and and I think those among us who want to see better should continue the dialogue with one another, and not just with people who look like us, with people who look differently and come from different places we should as Stephen Covey so eloquently said, we should seek to understand and then be understood. It's one of the habits of highly successful people. And I do believe that it fits here. So I appreciate everything that I'm seeing. And just the the, the beautiful nature of this with people who want to see things be better is great. I think in the law enforcement community, seeing all of the Sheriffs and police chiefs who have been a part of the dialogue and people in communities who have dialogued with law enforcement because communities need law enforcement and law enforcement needs communities. And yes, the overwhelming majority of men and women who wear police uniforms are great public servants. And the majority of the people who live in poor communities are not criminals, pretty obvious logic there but you'd be surprised how many people on different sides of that would disagree it is what it is but more people are speaking up more people are being heard and saying hey let's be better and divisive rhetoric right now is starting to run people away and i think that's effective too so just wanted to do a quick drive by on that so let's talk about what's happening with the guys all right fellas we got a lot of good stuff to get to so let's get him into the studio dr curtis chastain is about to help you in just a moment
0: podcast225.com.
2: Executone of Louisiana has been helping businesses in Baton Rouge save money on their telecommunications for over 40 years. Executone will help businesses upgrade their phones, their intercom system, save money, and never have to worry about local customer support. Doctors offices, hospitals, schools, businesses, it doesn't matter. All kind have depended on the good people at Executone to upgrade technology and save money. I have a question for you. Do you like saving money? Sure, of course you do. Here's another one. Do you want to keep keep the most up-to-date phone and intercom kind of technology while saving money. That's what it's all about. That's a no-brainer. Don't get sucked in by out-of-town companies who are not here if you need technical support. Executone has been here, and they believe in the value of customer service, baby. Oh, take my word for it. Give them a call 225-295-3500. That's 295-3500. All of them up. ExecutoneLA.com. Executone of Louisiana. They still here, and they're going to continue to give you great service.
0: Here we go. go. This is the Clay Young Show.
1: (laughs) The doctor's in the house. Guess what we're talking about? Can you figure it out? Is that a hint for you? Oh, wow. Staying alive. Dr. Kurt Chastain is back in studio with us. First time in a few weeks after, wow, we spent the first few interviews here talking about men's health and then COVID-19, and now we're circling back. To the stubbornness of men trying to keep themselves in shape. And my hand is up when it comes to guys who have had to reevaluate the way we look at going to the doctor and medicine and all of that. And Curtis is, uh, he's, he's the, the force behind Lake Men's Health. Lake Men's Health is a, a fairly unique operation. Uh, It's housed at Our Lady of the Lake, but it is a wellness program for men, specifically. And it's a melange of executives and regular guys and retired guys, all who go see Dr. Chastain and Todd and his team and wanting to keep those belts and hoses working at optimum uh, level. And uh, I think that's a sufficient enough introduction, don't you?
3: (laughs) That was really good, Clay. That was really good. And and thank you for having me here. And it is so much nicer to be in studio than it is to be walking walking around on a telephone talking to you. So Well,
1: I'm glad to have you back here. So let's let's start with with that specifically. Why did you start Lake Men's Health?
3: What's well, funny you brought the automobile analogy and the belts and the and the fans, because we as men do a much better job taking care of our vehicles than we do ourselves. And you've mentioned the word stubborn. I, mm-hmm. I don't think guys really intentionally stubborn. I just think that... And what I've learned is guys just don't know how to do it. Okay, They need a plan. I've learned that men, in the absence of a plan, have Mm -hmm. a very difficult time doing a lot of things. But many things that guys do, we can get our hands on a plan, whether it's uh, build a flower bed or do something cool around the yard. But to get yourself healthy, it's just so much. It's hard to get a plan without somebody to help you plan. And I see myself... It's being that guy, the navigator, the guy to help you with your own plan mm-hmm. to get healthy and whatever that means to you.
1: Right. So when a guy walks in now, the average person, and you've told me this before, the average person who's not seen you, they walk in and they're thinking they're, they're going to have a, a box of bricks dropped on them about the, you know, their weight and all of
3: these things. What is your yeah. initial approach when a
1: guy comes to see you?
3: I, I want to know why they're here. First thing, what's your, and here's the typical conversation. Okay. Hey, doc, hey, look, I know what you're going to tell me. I know I need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I go, really? Am I going to tell you that? I don't know that I'm going to tell you that. And they look at me like incredulously, yeah. well, well, aren't it? I'm supposed to lose. I said, why? Why do you think you need to lose weight? And the conversation will go from there and invariably will get to, a defined moment where i want to find out from this gentleman mm-hmm. why are you here what are you looking for okay and i'll use our friend gordy rush yeah yeah gordy's when he and i met years ago his why was i want to be alive long enough to walk my daughters down the aisle awesome that's a pretty cool why a and it's a great very specific yeah you know some guys well you know i just want to live a long time mm-hmm. okay well that's a why that's that's an answer but I try to narrow it down so I can help them meet that expectation define what success looks like and let's go there
1: it's tough because it's you can find reasons not to take care of yourself and and I think it isn't on purpose that you don't want to but you Mm -hmm. just kind of I don't need to go to the doctor I don't need to go to the gym I don't need to do this I I have all these other things to do but if you don't make it a priority it can sneak up on you it being tragedy or, or some kind of malady yeah. or something.
3: Yeah. A lot of guys wind up in my office because there's been a defined event, mm-hmm. a defining event in their life, whether it's their uh, brother died of a heart attack yeah. or their friend was just diagnosed with cancer and suddenly they realize, I got to go. Yeah. And why is it, does it take that? And I'm not being funny, but it's true.
1: You're
3: driving down the interstate and you hear a funny little noise in your, in your truck And you got to take it into the mechanic
1: tomorrow or today. If I got enough time. Yeah.
3: And I think it boils down to fear, Mm -hmm. fear the unknown. Yeah. I may not want to know. Yes. You do want to know because we can, we can fix things. We can fix things.
1: But listen, this, the, the mood of society right now, as it relates to men Mm -hmm. is so different. and, I don't think there is a lot of discussion about the responsibility of being a man. And I don't mean being an adult male. I mean being a man. Uh, we talk a great deal about women and what women go through. And we talk a lot about what millennials are dealing with. But when it comes to the stressors of being an, a, a man and and being committed to your family, committed to your business, committed to your community, mm-hmm. you put so mm-hmm. many things on the list ahead of yourself and, and, and I get, I get, I get together with guys and we sit and talk, doc. And that's the thing. It's like, man, it's, it's good to be able to talk to someone who gets it. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, no it does. Yeah.
3: And, and you know, when we're getting groups, invariably you're talking about business. Mm-hmm. You almost always a guy conversation defaults to defining success in some financial yeah. terminology. Yeah. yeah. Retirement yep. savings, yep. trips, yep. vehicles, whatever, whatever yep. it might be. That's how we tend to define our success, yeah. But isn't it funny that you can't have any of that if you don't have your health,
1: or you're dead,
3: or you're dead. But yeah. let's say you're not dead. Yeah. Let's say you have severe hypertension, which mm-hmm. leads to congestive heart failure, right. or you have type two diabetes so bad that you, you know, you're it's causing vascular problems. Or we could go on and on and on. The point is, quality of life, and and what's called and living with health yeah. is so much better than living with bad health. Yeah, because you know you're you're young, you're young enough to be able to travel and go climb mountains or go ride bikes and stuff, but you can't because you're missing a leg. Yeah, or you can't because you tip too far and your heart's not working, or you had mm-hmm. that heart attack and now you've only got a thirty percent function versus sixty percent function. And you can't breathe anymore. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why did you? Why did? Why did it go there? It didn't have to go there. So I think that we spend a lot of time planning for retirement Mm -hmm. looking at our 401ks Mm -hmm. look at me look how much look how my stock look how my stock portfolio is doing right but but nobody's saying how's my heart doing right how are my kidneys doing how's my liver doing and we can plan all we want to on this financial side Mm -hmm. but if you don't have the health side you're you're kidding yourself how do you get guys
1: to add that to the cog to you know that mm-hmm. that put put that
3: spoke in the wheel how do you get a guy to do that i think you you first of all you got to have time okay we have to sit down and have a heart-to-heart conversation first of all find out the why mm-hmm. talk about the threats to that to that longevity plan they've got right. that that financial plan they what is threatening your retirement what's okay. threatening your business right it's heart attack it's cancer mm-hmm. it's accidents and then some other intangible thing. Well, you know what? I can't do anything about Lou Gehrig's disease. Right. I can't do anything if you get hit by a car. So really we're down to two things, a cardiac threat Mm -hmm. or a cancer threat. Right. You know, in the cardiac, we're talking about heart attacks and strokes. In the cancer side, the four biggies, lung cancer, colon cancer, prostate cancer, skin cancer. And so what I do is help them realize you can get control over the fear and anxiety of those two things by doing some simple tests. Yeah. Really and, simple tests.
1: And you have a test not only for the heart, but a test that relates to cancer as well, correct? Oh,
3: yeah, absolutely. Right? Let's talk about that. Well, so the the common cancer screens that an individual would go through, obviously we got... Uh, chest x-rays mm-hmm. for looking for lung cancer, which would be the number one killer, sure. colonoscopy, which screens for colon cancer, mm-hmm. which is something that is a hidden cancer. Yeah. And everybody says, well, I'm not supposed to get that till I'm 50. Well, we could talk about that later, but mm-hmm. understand that 10% of individuals who get colon cancer get it prior to the age of 50. So 50 wow. is just sort of an arbitrary cutoff, and it, it has to do with when your insurance company will pay for the test. You can get yeah. the test anytime you want. Right. Prostate cancer screening, simple blood test, mm-hmm. you know, a prostate exam, mm-hmm. and then skin cancer screening. If you can do those four tests for cancer, you cover 80% of the cancer deaths in this country. Okay. You want to go deeper, you can have something called a PET scan. PET scan is reserved today and typically used in monitoring treatment for cancer. What okay. does that mean, Kurt? Well, it means that if you already have cancer, we use this PET scan, which right. lights up the cancer, and it helps doctors define whether the treatments, whether it's chemotherapy or radiation therapy, your cancer's getting better. So you really only ha- you have to have one criterion to qualify for a PET scan right. in today's world. You have to already have cancer. Well, that's kind of silly. I mean, it's it's works for people who have cancer, but the whole point is, Let's, not, let's try not to get cancer in the first place.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Or if we do, let's detect it early enough to where it's not going to take you out. And so you can have that done. And it's a, it's a mechanism to where you can actually write a check for that and go have it done. I wouldn't do it every year, right? but I do it at defined points in my life to go look for any hidden cancer that you've got in your body. And then the heart. Calcium score piece of cake. It's yeah. a 7 minute. I've had it done. It's, it's it is a piece of cake. 7 minute test. Yeah. And the the goal is to have a calcium score of 0. Mm-hmm. What is the calcium? Calcium builds up in the arteries in the walls of the arteries of the right. heart. We call them coronary arteries. These yeah. are the ones that get blocked when you have heart attacks. A person with high calcium levels in their arteries means they've probably got significant cardiac uh, coronary disease, mm-hmm. coronary blockages. Somebody with a calcium score of 0 has no disease. There no detectable disease. So we spend a lot of time in our offices trying to decide who might have blockage and who might not have blockage based on things like family history, blood pressure, cholesterol levels. That's yeah. a big one. Everybody yeah. wants to know what their cholesterol is. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you, uh, about 40% of people with uh, heart attacks have normal cholesterols. So if you are a guy that says, I want to know if I've got coronary disease or not, $100 and seven minutes of your time will answer that question way better <laughs> yeah. than being than having a blood test yeah. and maybe having to be on cholesterol-lowering medication that yep. you don't really need.
1: It's interesting because I think for a lot of guys, when you get to that point and, and seeing the doctor, when the script pad comes out, it's like, crap, you know, because you don't want to do that. And I always say you want to be out ahead of it as much as you can. I don't even remember... Because I'm a, I am am a member of Lake Men's Health and I don't even remember when I started. Actually, I do remember when I started and I remember specifically why I started. It's because I had to make a decision to prioritize my health and mm-hmm. someone that I cared, I still care about, she's no longer with us, was, was not in a good way health-wise and I just kind of wanted to take it seriously because of that. And mixing it in, is not that hard getting an annual physical being able to talk with you, and I think for busy guys that 's the first thing i don 't have time to wait i don't want to go sit in the doctor 's office and wait an hour and then be seen for an it it doesn't work that way it actually is pretty quick if you 're there for an hour that's period total that's long i don 't think i don't know that I've ever been there for an annual that's taken that long
3: no 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 the, the, usually well first of all, there is no time limit because we're going to take as much time as it takes to get But you know how you guys think,
1: though. You know, you, yeah. don't, you don't want to waste a lot of time. And
3: Well, there's nobody ever in my waiting room. No, no, you no. Know, we see no. an average of about no. four patients a day. A couple of us are campaigning to get the shoeshine guy back, but I don't think we're going to win <laughs> yeah. that one. So. Four, four guys, each of us, Todd and I, both see about four guys a day, but we spend the time that it takes to, to right. really get down to the bottom of what are we looking for. And yeah. then by the time we're done – We've taken care of your issues. Mm -hmm. We've reviewed the lab work that you had done, by the way, days before. Right. So we have the results in front of us while we're talking. Right. So we can go line item by line item. And not only can I teach you what is abnormal, if there's abnormal, Mm -hmm. a lot of guys need to know what does normal mean? What does that normal white count mean? Yeah. What is that WBC? It's normal white blood. That means you don't have leukemia. Mm -hmm. You don't have an infection. You don't have bone marrow suppression. You don't have anemia you don't have liver disease you don't have kidney disease and for them to hear that those right. those words as opposed to somebody getting and I'm not disparaging anybody but you get a phone call from a nurse and said oh all your blood work was done and it all looks normal okay thank you and you hang up and you go What does that mean? Right. We had the opportunity, me and you, Clay, Mm -hmm. to go to line out. And you asked me, what does that mean? What does that yellow box mean? And I could tell you. So when you walked out of there that day, you had a complete understanding of where you stacked up.
1: So so let's talk a little bit about, let's go a a little deeper about goals. And you said the why. So if someone comes in to see you and they want to lose weight, okay, like they want to get their weight down. One of the things that I know that you, that you will do is you will talk with them about not just, hey, working out, but there's a lot of things. There's nutrition. There's all these things you need to know about whether or not you're diabetic or pre-diabetic or any of that. Kind of talk through that part with people because it's really heady stuff that, that, that well, y'all do.
3: Well, we may have to prolong this podcast for a while, but we it's have okay. a... <laughs> we have a... Uh, that's that's one, probably one of the biggest challenges that I'm I day. I'm in good with the owner, so gotcha. I think we'll be fine. <laughs> everybody's got their own individual reason let's take a guy that's in he's just the the pro, the guy that's overweight okay you got to find the reason he's overweight is it because he he's a closet eater mm-hmm. or is he pre-diabetic and it's really a genetic thing and he really and i hear this all the time clay doc i don't eat that much mm-hmm. and you know what he's telling the truth mm-hmm. But because he's insulin resistant or pre-diabetic, he tends to retain fat. But yeah. well, we got to we got to find that. We got to de- determine if that's the cause because the the fix for him is going to be a whole lot different than the fix for the guy that just eats because he's bored, mm-hmm. you know, and and, mm-hmm. and is doing it to himself. So it takes a little investigative work to get to physiologically why this guy might be heavy before you can really map out a plan for it. Because I can tell. The insulin resistant guy to exercise and exercise and exercise all i want he's not going to lose weight mm-hmm. without some help the guy that's overeating just because he's overeating we can map out a plan for him and i can recommend certain ways to eat and that will help him lose weight but he's got to be a, a willing partner in mm-hmm. the whole thing he's got to own it and he's got to realize we got to identify the why and then stick with that plan
1: mm-hmm. so Most guys are obsessive about something, (laughs) whether it's the car or the lawn or the house or your physical shape. And, you know, there's I have a, a, a group, a pack of people who just happen to be in the gym when I'm there. And it's mostly guys who want to get it out of the way. How do you get someone who doesn't work out to consider adding something to their regimen. Cause it's easy to say, go to the gym but for a lot of people. You got to cross that mental hurdle first. Yeah, it's tough.
3: I, you know, I'm looking at you. You look fantastic. I'm getting there. I don't like to go to the gym. <laughs> I don't like to go to the gym. I, I'll go run and chase a ball all day long, but if you want to make me go run on a treadmill? Just, I just don't like it. So why do I do it? Because, I answered my own why. No I'm, I'm looking at 59 yeah. years old in yeah. October, yeah. and I want to get to be 69. Yes, sir. Period. Yeah. And I have my children, my family, mm-hmm. my career, everything. It, that's I do it because there's my why. I want to live healthily. Man, yeah. I hate to say it, that's just the truth. Now the question is, how do I do it? The answer is, I think. You have to have a ritual. You have to. Build. There it is. You have to have a ritual. You there have to it bake it into your week. There it is. And if it's not baked into your week, you are not going to do it.
1: I told a friend of mine when I was, when I started really reengaging with the gym, I said, I, I need, I need to shock myself into a rhythm because once I'm in a rhythm with something, i my days are pretty regimented and I never went in the morning. Never used to like going in, in the morning. Now I go in the morning four to six times a week mm-hmm. I'm there. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and I and my attitude is, because somebody will ask me, well, you know, how do you do that? And I say the same thing. If I can sit up and put my feet on the floor, I win. Yeah. If I sit up yeah. and put my feet on the floor, I'm not going to lay back down. And so that's what I have to tell myself every morning. Because here's the thing. You don't love it? I don't love it. Mm. It's like when you get there now... Ten minutes in, it's like, okay, you, you know why you're there, and like you said, I wanna listen. I wanna be here to turn the lights out when everybody else is gone. I, you know, I'm not trying. I wanna get every drop of life out of the bottle with my name on it. Every mm. drop. I I don't wanna leave anything in there, and that's really my attitude. And I, I don't just wanna live. You wanna have quality of life, right. and I see people in their 80s in the gym, and you know. And they're coming in and they're going through their... I admire that so much. Everybody
3: says that. I hear it every day. But the question is, what are you willing to do for it? Are you willing to, to suffer some pain to get there yeah. or to have it? And yeah. I'm telling you, I'm one of them. It's tough. It's it is tough. really tough. tough. Yeah. But I'm willing to suffer yeah. the pain that's required to do that. But well, there's vanity got, involved
1: too, at least but, for me. Let, but, let me. let me not speak for you. For me, there's vanity involved that's fair. as well. I, that's I fair. want to like what
3: I see if I'm looking in a mirror you look great in those pants (laughs) you look great in those pants Uh, but if you don't make it a priority if you don't make it a ritual if you don't if you don't tell your assistant or secretary or whatever whoever it is to burn that time into your schedule and nobody can touch that time you don't schedule appointments you don't that is your protected Mm -hmm. time two days a week three days a week whatever you got it so step number one it's got to be a ritual right step number two You got to start simple. You can't just jump in and start doing heavy weights, long distance running. Oh, you would not believe how many guys do that, and they set themselves up for failure. You can injure yourself doing that. I mean, just you know. So my go to, my go to, is intervals. For my guys that that are starting out, I say I want you walking Mm -hmm. for warm up. Walk for two minutes straight at a pace where it's a little uncomfortable, Right, right? And then at the two minute mark. I want you to run as fast as you can for 30 seconds. So a 2-minute walk, 30-second sprint. Yeah. Whatever that means to you. Yeah. And you do that cycle 5 times. Changing your heart rate. It just gets you into it. So it's almost like you're walking on a soccer field. Oh, here comes the ball. You sprint for 30 seconds, oh. then you are back walking again for for and I, that's I played soccer for 15 years mm-hmm. and it's just you never know when the when you're going to be <laughs> Having to run fast, but then you're going to be walking back to your position or whatever, but it's an interval thing, and and that takes, if you do that five times, it takes about 20, 25 minutes, and you're done. That's your cardio. Do that three times a week. That's your cardio for the week. Right. Then, second thing is, good old push-ups. Push-ups are easy. You can do them anywhere you want. Start out with doing uh, sets of 10 and build your way up and do it three days. Why your, push-ups? Because it, it makes your deltoids and your pecs, it fills up your skin, mm-hmm. you look healthier, mm-hmm. you feel healthier, you feel strong, and just start there. Then you can build on top of there, but yeah. that seems to be the thing that everybody wants. They want a chest, right. and you want to be able to fill out a shirt, mm-hmm. especially when you're 70 years old, even. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And so I think cardio and simple uh, exercises that involve your own body weight mm-hmm. is a way to get started. What
1: is a what is a typical issue that you see when a guy first comes to you?
3: Uh, I would say a guy walks in the door, first time I see him, his blood pressure tends to be marginal, if not mm. already elevated. Okay. I'm talking about a 45 to 55-year-old guy right, that's right. just kind of getting started. Blood right. pressure. And why? I don't know. I think that a lot of guys are adrenalinized. A mm-hmm. lot of guys are walking around with intensely stressful jobs <laughs> yeah during the daytime so they're running a blood pressure 140 to 160 yeah and typically oh, i don't believe that you know and I don't, I don't believe it either necessarily the first time they yeah. come because maybe they're amped up for being in the office the first mm-hmm. time fair game let's get a tool it's called a blood pressure cuff you can buy one at walgreens for about 45 bucks start taking your blood pressure you tour you know two times a day for the next 10 days just mm-hmm. and send the numbers to me and let's let's know for sure so number one as i find guys have marginally elevated blood pressures got to get that under control that's like uh critical for longevity because that top number in your blood pressure is equivalent to the resistance of flow to your heart Mm -hmm. muscle so let me ask you let's say your heart rate is 70 beats per minute Mm -hmm. think about the gym you've been talking about the gym Mm -hmm. right if i asked you to bench press something 70 times per minute would you rather bench press 160 pounds or 110 pounds it depends on if you want to get big or not Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. well if you're a heart muscle you would rather bench press 110 pounds 70 times a minute right Right. well what happens if you bench press 160 pounds the answer is your heart muscle gets big just like every other muscle in your body gets big when you when you put extra weight on it Mm -hmm. it's great for your deltoids great for your biceps no bueno for your heart. That's mm. not... Your heart is going to get enlarged. It's going to get thick. It's going to get bigger and unhealthy. So every moment of every day, your heart is beating against a 160 versus a 110. It's getting it's getting less and less and less healthy. And over a 10-year period of time, it may mean the difference between you being able to get up and walk across the room mm-hmm. or not. But we got to catch it now. We got to find that guy now. Not wait until he's in heart failure. Yeah.
1: Well, and, and then I'm sure you... you <laughs> if you get a guy coming in to see you because the plumbing's not working, know what i mean? And they want to talk oh, to you. It, about, say it. If they you know, if they want to come in and make sure they can still like what's Well,
3: i know you 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 would think that a lot of men come to see me because they're they're failing in the bedroom. That's not the number one reason why guys come in to see. You. They go, they come in to me for what you talked about earlier, mm. if they need a plan. Yeah. Almost invariably that part comes up say, "Oh, and by the way," <laughs> If we're as long as we're, because I usually I usually throw it out there. How's it going in the bedroom? How are you doing in the bedroom? Well, you know, Doc, I'm really just not knocking it out of the park like I used to. Well, let's talk about it, and I make it very safe using friendly terms. Yeah. And lo and behold, something we can typically find something that might be causing his problem, and we fix it. And it's so not you, that difficult.
1: We're going to have to do this one time where I, we do questions in advance on, on social media. Oh, and, that'd be good. Or, or, or that'd be we do a live version of this podcast on social media so people can ask questions. Well, no, you know what? Oh. <laughs> people probably <laughs> won't want to be in the comment section with some of these questions, especially on that last topic you talked about. So what is the biggest myth? What's the biggest myth a guy might have about coming to see... A doctor, Kurt Chastain, or being a part of a membership group, or
3: or or just being in a, in a doctor's office regularly. I think the biggest myth is that they are going to be told that there's something wrong, and and almost never does that happen. We find almost things, never, almost never. Huh. We we find when I say no, I'm talking about bad wrong. Okay, bad sure, wrong. Sure, I'm. Talk, but there's just this, there's this, this deep sense of. I'm going to be judged. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be, I'm a failure. I'm Mm -hmm. not, I'm not measuring up. So I don't want anybody to see that. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's going to say something to me that, that, and that's nothing could be, I'm the helper guy. That's the truth. I mean, that's the, the, coach.
1: that's that's the way I felt the first time coming in there. That's no no judgment, man. There's no judgment.
3: In fact, in fact, way back when, when I decided to do this in Mm -hmm. the first place, I was struggling as a physician. I was eight years into my practice, and I was taking care of a lot of diabetes, hypertension, mm-hmm. heart failure heart attacks, sickness, a lot yeah. of sickness medicine yeah and I just was is this it is this is this it for me for my career because it's it's not that much fun and i I literally took about three months and said, "Start paying attention to what excites you mm-hmm. in in medicine and what excited me and what I found over and over again is a guy like you walking in my office saying help me help me help me get better mm-hmm. and man i went crazy i said this is a blast and i said the problem was if you know how insurance works they don't pay for a lot of wellness stuff <laughs> right, right you got to be sick to get it covered yeah. and so I, we had to figure out a way that i could get a guy in there who's healthy and and make a living off of of taking this guy who's yeah. who wants to be healthy and my passion for medicine comes out, and my desire to get this guy where he needs to be, and still be able to to pay the bills. Why men only? Great question. Uh, you know, there was a, and I wish I could go back and find this article, but it, it's a, as my other job way back when was I was president of our Lathel Lake the Lake Physician Group which has started out as about 65, 80 physicians, is now up to over 500, our Lady wow. the Lake Physician group. We yeah. have 500 phenomenal physicians. So back in 98, I was tapped to be the president. Right. I had a normal practice of about 3,000 patients. Mm-hmm. And because I was going to go part-time, I had to cut my practice down. Sure. How does a doctor do that? It's very difficult to just say, I'll keep these people randomly. And, I'll, and I struggled because yeah. I wanted to keep all my patients, sure, but I sure. couldn't. Right. Lead article, I think it was in Time Magazine, lead article, Why Women Live Longer Than Men. Hmm. And it's all about sort of what we've been talking about today. I bet you
1: there are a number of guys who had their own answer to that, that they spoke at their phone or whatever they're listening on about why that is. But let's hear the real reason. The real reason. So
3: why women live longer than men, and the light just went off in my head. I said, Hmm. easiest way to cut my practice in half is just do men. Yeah. And by the way, they need... Me, They need me to help them, and I'm excited about it. It'll be yep. fun. Yep. So I literally offloaded 1,700 women out of my practice and became an all-male primary care, mm. and I've never changed. Here's the crazy part. That was in 1999. As we sit here today, if you Google all-male primary care, there's none in the entire country. I am the only all-male really? primary care practice in this country. You've got urologists that do prostate sure. cancer. You've yeah. got urologists that do yeah. testosterone deficiency. Yeah. There is no such thing as an all male primary care practice. I'm the only one. The only one in the country. The only one in the country. And I'm look. I'm that's not. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm not tap- well, no, no, it was no. A, I think, a total accident. Well, but I think
1: that's fantastic because, like I said, guys, guys have to, and it's not being a victim or, or you know, woe is me. It's like you, you really have to be in an in an, in an environment where someone will help you get to where you want to be. You talk a lot about goals and the why. And so a a couple more questions. One, you are one of the more motivated people I've ever seen. And you just kind of gave a little bit of the the reason why you are now with, with the starting of Lake Men's Health. What would be your advice for some guy listening who is trying to reconnect with that passion in his life, regardless of whatever his
3: profession is? What would be your advice for him? I'll use this as an example. I get a lot of guys that own their own businesses, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll throw out the question: Have you ever written a business plan, Clay? Have you ever written out a business plan? Mm-hmm. Of course, you have. Mm-hmm. It's a series of sure. it's a mission statement, yep. is objectives, and yep. a plan on how to get there. Yep. The I'll throw that out to an individual: Have you ever written out a business? Yeah, I've written out a business plan. Many. Mm-hmm. I go. You are your next business plan. Mm. Not your company, not your not your next acquisition. I want you to be your next business plan. I want you to take a, a Saturday morning and sit down and write on a piece of paper what it is, what's your goals, objectives, where you want to be. That would be my first step. Find, put it on paper. What are you looking for? And then I want to sit down with you and we're going to go through it and figure out what the gaps are. Where are you today? Where do you need to be? How likely it, is it that we're going to get there? I would venture to say, well over 90% of the time, the gap is very, very doable. Mm-hmm. Very doable. Mm-hmm. But it's going to require some work and some Sacrifice. diagnostic testing, yeah. some blood work, and some fear, and some like, oh my God, what if something comes back abnormal? Then we'll deal with it. You know what? We'll deal with it. Yeah. But let's let's not sit there and hope that nothing's wrong. That's right. never a good plan. Not a good plan. Hope you know? is, it's hope just not a good plan. Not
1: a plan. So finally, as we are in june and there are so many things going on in our country that discussion about the coronavirus has kind of moved to the back burner so where are we now with covid and i'd like to throw this at you and i know that you did bring your crystal ball with you so i'm <laughs> gonna ask you to to use it uh With all of the the protests and the gatherings across the country, social distancing has been out of the window. Do you suspect we're going to see a spike in numbers of of cases because
3: of this? I think there's going to be a spike. The only question is how big. And And so here's the weird part. This, you know. This was referenced in the emails that I sent out to yeah. all my patients yeah. over the last yes. couple of weeks. And this is not my opinion. This sure. is the opinion of many infectious disease specialists in the country. Right. This virus is doing what it's doing because it's, this is the way it's acting on its own. What does that, that mean? That means that all of the social isolation that we did mm-hmm. was helpful. I'm not saying it didn't help, yeah. but this virus is, is going away way too fast for it to be just the social isolation that we did over the past couple of months, hmm. so it's Explain acting that. okay. So it's acting more like a this coronavirus is acting more like a pandemic influenza virus. And if you go back over the past hundred years, there yeah. were eight pandemics. And if you look at these at the pattern mm-hmm. of the three most recent pandemics, there was a, a blip which we just finished, yeah. followed by. A couple of small blips, okay, followed by another peak, okay, followed by more blips. Now, the per- the experts are predicting that we had this blip, and that there's going to be another fall blip, and then after that, there's going to be a series of smaller blips, and th- until this thing burns out, which mm. which the prediction is going to be twenty four months, or until we get a vaccine. What does burnout mean? we reach herd immunity basically okay. we get to 70 percent of this community is is now and has been infected okay. and has immunity to it and we quit giving it to each other because yeah. you know if you're in a store full of 10 people and seven of them have already gotten the, had the virus you're less likely to be infected because the seven people you're with already had it yeah so the contagiousness of this virus is going to die down the more people that get it yeah only way out of this is we ultimately either all have to get it or we have to be vaccinated. And where is that? Uh, The vaccine, let me just give you this. There's a hundred, over a hundred companies that are trying to form a vaccine. I'm sure. Eight of them have reached phase one. That just means they have a product that they can actually try for human human trials, Hmm. safety trials. Okay. So you inject 45 people with this new concoction and just to see if it's safe or not Mm -hmm. so eight companies have gotten there one of them has produced an antibody one company in eight of 45 subjects but they won't release the data so we really are still blind Hmm. so the stats are this to get from a company that starts the process to final approval the chance of bringing a product to final approval is less than ten percent in the history of vaccines. Think of think of this: nineteen eighty four, HIV mm-hmm. hit. the The Department of uh, uh, the DHH uh, head at that point in time said, "We will have a vaccine within three years. Mm-hmm. We'll have a vaccine within three years, mind you, three yeah. years." And here we are, thirty six years later, and right. we still don't have a vaccine. Right? It's a lot harder than people can imagine to produce a vaccine. Even the influenza vaccine that we line up for every single year to get, Mm -hmm. it's got about a 50% 50, 50 accuracy rate. That's about it. And that's after years and years of trying to perfect this vaccine. So I don't think we are looking at a coronavirus vaccine anytime soon. Okay. I think we will get one. The question is, will it be too late? By the time it comes out, have we already, okay. we've already reached herd immunity. We already had it.
1: Well, this fall is going to be something. All right, so now back to this. This is where I want to wrap. If someone listening, if a guy listening says, hey, I want to give Lake Men's Health a try to learn more or to even come see you, how
3: do they do that? Well, back to your fall comment. Yeah, this fall is going to be we don't know where it's going. Yeah. We just have to hold on and we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. We just don't know. Well, Florida's
1: letting us back in again. They're the not stopping us in the inter- no, interstate. No, yeah, it, it, which was ridiculous, by the way. But <laughs> they they now are allowing people from so <laughs> Boudreaux and Thibodeau can get back into Florida. Again.
3: Hallelujah! So I'm sorry. What you're, <laughs> I'm,
1: uh, if someone wants to know more about Lake Mental, the guy, or or if a lady listening says, "Hey, she wants to encourage her husband, her husband. to That's, check it out."
3: That is critical, yeah. and I really, I really want to send a message out to the women. These men are important in your lives. And you've got to encourage and get them over the hump to say, there is a place you can go to get checked out that's safe. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're going to like this guy meaning, yeah. meaning me yeah. and, and you and, will, and you will. And we're, we have a great time and, and, mm-hmm. and everybody's an individual. There is no waiting Right there. We, we get the blood work done in advance so Fact. we can sit down there and talk about, and we use the most efficient use of, of your time. Mm-hmm. And because it's a membership practice, after you leave that day, and I know everything about you, and I've refilled all your medications, the privilege of the membership is you don't have to come in after that. I right. can handle just about anything you can throw at us right. over the telephone, Fact. by te- text message or whatever. Fact. You've already sort of prepaid for yeah. the privilege not to come in for me to have to bill your insurance.
1: It's the, the no headache factor. Is right up there <laughs> in my top five reasons why I'm. I'm well, glad you've to got be a other member. things to do. Hell yeah.
3: Then come us and Lane to try yeah. to come get sit in a waiting room for an hour <laughs> to get a prescription that you know you already need. <laughs> my
1: my blood pressure was up one day and I but I I knew it when she was going to check it and I said I know it's going to be elevated because. I don't I don't remember what happened in traffic coming there. Oh, yeah. But I was pissed when I got there and it's like, crap, why would this happen as I'm going to do this? And I said if you check it ten minutes later, it'll be better, but it's just and we didn't really deal with this, and I think we should. The impact stress has on so many other aspects of a person's health, mm-hmm. mental health oh, yeah. and how it impacts your physical health. Could you talk about that quickly? Well it's not a
3: you know, it's not a secret that and I used the term adrenalinized Mm -hmm. earlier because you you get up out of bed and you get going and you can almost feel it. Your body is going because we're competitive individuals. We got to go. Well, that has an impact on the the vessels, your, your vessels in your body Mm -hmm. crimp down when they get smaller. Anybody that knows plumbing knows the smaller, the tighter the the pipe, Mm -hmm. the higher the pressure. And if you're walking around all day long at this intense, Feeling of um, you're, you're going to have high blood pressure, but right. guess when we never take our blood pressure during the middle of the day when we're <laughs> right. busy. Right. We always right. take it when we're sitting still. Right. Well, that's not a great time to. But that's a that's again. I would love to do a, a talk on high blood pressure here, but to answer your question, women, guys, 765-4400 Lake Men's Health. Call us up. Let us be part of your solution and and be part of your plan. I'm easy to find. Yep. On the internet, just go to Arley the Lake's website. Look me up as a provider, or yep. put in uh, "men's health" Arley the Lake men's health. You'll find me.
1: Listen, no BS. Uh, Kurt is a good guy. You know, he's a friend, but I certainly wouldn't recommend it if I didn't believe in it. And I know a lot of guys. We had a, I, I got him on the phone with a friend of mine yesterday because I he he is someone obviously that I care about and I want him to prioritize it because we can be stubborn just because it's the way some of us are wired and you just have to take care of your health.
3: And that guy called at nine o'clock this morning and I'm seeing him at 11 30. Oh yeah.
1: I threatened him yesterday. So if I said, but the didn't point is I can get end.
3: people in We we're, we're, we can get people in today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and so here's the thing. If nothing else, go get the heart scan, the heart test done. The, 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 the cancer, go do that stuff just so you know, because you told stories at a, at a, presentation i guess a lunch maybe last fall about a friend of yours who was a runner and tip-top condition mm-hmm. and was a couple clicks away from needing an undertaker and he didn't even know it and he didn't know it and it was a it, and it well, was the it, widow maker
3: that was yes. build building up on him right quick quick story this guy looked like you he looked like just per- athletic mm-hmm. worked out every single day he was 50 Six fifty-seven years yeah, old yeah perfect health ate right and came in with a perfectly normal cholesterol and said oh by the way i want to get that test and i mm-hmm. said okay let's do it test is supposed to be zero your cal score is supposed to be zero a hundred it's pretty significant his was 457 <sighs> 457 God. with a normal cholesterol he saw a cardiologist the next day flunked his treadmill and had a heart bypass the following week and that's the true story now how often does that happen not very often but it, it mattered to his wife, and mm-hmm. his kids, yep. his business. Yep. Had he not done that test, he would have never known he was sitting on top of a heart attack.
1: And how many stories do we hear about guys
3: doing some menial task or working through something during the day and then? Forty percent of men, their first symptom of coronary artery disease is a heart attack, is a sudden cardiac arrest. Forty percent, that's their first symptom.
1: Lake Men's Health, the only men's wellness program in America. I feel good about <laughs> that. A part, a part of something that's the only one in America right here in Baton Rouge, man. Well, it was, t- it, was it was totally was by good. accident, but it was pretty cool. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes the greatest things in yeah. life happen that yeah. way, right? Accidental. Doc, thank you, brother. You're welcome.
3: Thank you.
0: The only interactive podcast in the capital city that lets you help solve a crime. There was a shooting.
2: Okay, is someone shot? Yes, yeah, someone is shot.
0: The Crime Stoppers podcast with Clay Young.
2: Just some suspicious people running through the parking lot before
0: real stories it
2: was my first love
0: real crimes real people real justice the crime stoppers podcast with clay young exclusively at podcast 225.com the issues the policies the people That's this easy. is the clay young show
2: oh, yeah,
1: That's good. I don't care who you
0: are.
2: I'm if your still
0: Ooh, baby,
1: Special thanks to Dr. Chastain. I told him George Bell was in here a, a few weeks ago and blew the house down with that horn of his. So the V-tones have got to come in here and do something, right? We'll make room. Come in the studio and play a little something. I bet it wouldn't be, it wouldn't take much to twist Talbot's arm. What it, Kirk? <laughs> all right, you got all the information about Lake Men's Health, and if you are interested, I encourage you to do so, guys. You should have a primary care doctor. You should see that doctor at least once a year for an annual physical and know what's going on, and so you can stick around. I mean, hell, Father's Day is coming up. You want to be able to be around and enjoy your kids if you have them or grandkids if you have them it's important to be here and i think we should all try to take our health a little bit more seriously i don't think anybody's perfect at it but i think we can all afford to do what we can to be around it's important all right with that thanks again don't forget one more time leave a review leave us a rating so we can get the word out and we appreciate you You guys have a great one, and we'll catch you next time here on Podcast225.com.
0: Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.